0: Their Black Mom Diaries. On today's episode, we have special guest Sharmonica Slaughter, mother of three beautiful children, founder and executive director of nonprofit Help Me Help You, and overcomer. Her story is incredible. I will caution you that today's conversation is on domestic violence and abuse, so listen at your own risk. Up next on the Black Mom Diaries.
1: hey guys this is patricia and i am latonya and we are black, black Mom. <laughs> diaries see now we act like we got some type of <laughs> 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 yeah you know what i just want to say you know i don't there's nothing off for me i talk about everything uh-huh. patricia didn't want to start doing videos until i lost my side too i can eat what? better
0: yeah, you didn't need that tooth. That's what I, I was didn't... thinking. My mom doesn't have any of her teeth, and she eats just fine. Wait a minute! I'm sure she trying to get rid of
1: all of them. Now you just went to the extreme a <laughs> little bit. You just took all of them out. You know, I'm only, in, you know, I'm, I'm a young forty, so don't don't do it like that. You know. But anyway, I just had to get that out because I see it, but I I do love it. I think a side gap is where it is.
0: There you go. I know lots of people with front <laughs> gaps, but I now I know somebody with a side gap. So,
1: <laughs> it is not, it's not gonna be there for long, but anyway, how are you today? Here I go.
0: I'm good. It's always good to be back in the virtual Black Mom Diaries house with my girl. Ooh, I know that's so, right.
1: I saw yeah. her in the store last week, y'all. We didn't know oh, how to. Oh my act. goodness, we had a reunion, girl, we didn't know how to act. <laughs> it was, but since I moved from my house, right, I hadn't seen him. Mm-hmm. It's been so, a while. I
0: mean, you came by a couple times, but it was like a short visit, like outside yeah. in the car kind of thing so yeah, yeah. to right. to reunite in the store was like hey
1: huh? girl listen we was hugging <laughs> folks her, her, I uh, mean her husband was there her baby and i I was just it was just really good to see you um uh, uh, we could have I wanted to just like talk talk and talk but you know I know. We We had
0: ice cream and your your son (laughs) tried some. Yeah,
1: my son was like, you need to go because the ice cream. And then I'm like, y'all just go put it back in the freezer, y'all. Come on, y'all. Y'all know y'all done it.
0: Yes. Like yesterday, I took my daughter to the store. On another note, she was like super hungry. She had a really long hair appointment. And I had a mom fail. I didn't send her with snacks because I thought I didn't think it was going to be that long. but um. I went to go pick her up and she was like, My tummy's burning. I'm hungry. So we stopped by the store and I just knew she was going to open her food up before we got to the counter. <laughs> and I was, you know what? I was going to be like, Go ahead. Is I know. I mean, thing, though, some,
1: like people don't want their children to eat after snacks before they pay for them.
0: Some people feel like that's ghetto or whatever. I've been in the store with people that have done that. And I know from my upbringing, my people were like, Uh uh-uh, uh, we don't do that. Well, that's different, Um, you
1: know. We're not going to go there about our people and food in the store. Girl, you wouldn't get water. You'd be uh, nothing. But the only thing that bothers me about it, I don't care about chips or anything. The Uh only thing is, is when you eat a whole banana and you don't walk around. You know, it's weighted, or something Uh, that's weighted. Yeah, that you got to go up to the thing. You ate twelve of them, and now you' about to. Uh I, but again, to each his own. You yeah, know, but I mean, I'm not, you're not about to eat this whole five bananas and then we go up there. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, and you man. only have to pay for four because you ate one. Yeah, do you is, tell them? Do you ask them? Is there a way uh, for them to add on a little bit more weight?
1: weight? You can't do that. Yeah. Like that right there, you have crossed the line. That. Go get the bag of chips with the doo-doo on Where it. They can, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. You and know, she so. didn't, she didn't open it. And I know that it was looked down on in my family to do that because I was like, oh, I really don't want her to do this. But I was going to I was like, she's really hungry. So I'm going to make an exception this time. Like, I know I felt some kind of way inside. And
1: you, and <laughs> so you're the one that has to deal with it or you going to walk around. The store yeah, people going to look at me and like somebody can do
0: that. I got the receipt. Yes, exactly. I've been in a store with some, like I was in a store when I was in college and one of my college buddies um, got, she wanted some Cadbury eggs and she, and we walked around the store and she ate pretty much, I think she ate all but one. And Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this is so weird. Because like I said, like it was not acceptable in my family to do that. And I'm sure I know why. Uh, <laughs> and I this mean, person did not have to deal with that because they were from an extremely wealthy family. They and they still would
1: have been in jail. Let me not, let me not go. Had
0: down. less melanin than me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal for them. Like they didn't think about that, but I was like, Oh, wow. They just did that. Okay. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. so I am not yeah. responsible. The, anyway. battles,
1: the battles we go through in our head, right? Just like, right? you know, your baby's hungry you're the one that's got to deal with it you know Mm -hmm. either go pay for it before or just deal with it you know Mm -hmm. make a choice make a decision whatever decision it needs to help it needs to be for the good you know for the greater good of the community that you're around (laughs) i would say that And I
0: made a decision. I was like, if she opens it up or if she asks me to open it up, I'm going to be okay with it. And I'm going to endure any weird looks that I get. And I'm going to pay for it. Like, I'm going to pay for it. That's like the most important thing. I will pay for it. And we're going to be all good. But she didn't ask to open it. She was able to wait till we got in the car. So
1: I love when you get to that mindset is I don't care what y'all think. Get out of Mm -hmm. here. You could look at me sideways, upside down. however. I had people following me through the store. Uh, because I was dancing in the aisles. I don't care. I'm enjoying my life. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Go on, you know, find some peace or find that joy for yourself. You know what I'm right. saying? You know, but speaking of finding the joy. Finding the joy. And
0: well, let me tell you, I feel like this is kind of sort of relevant. And I want to share this story. Okay. <laughs> and if it's not, then y'all can just...
1: Throw it uh, out with it's, the bathwater. It's your show. you can show. Share. <laughs> <laughs> so I want.
0: was, yeah. So you know, like we are all, most of us are in involved in social media, and I was listening to this story, and it had to do with this woman, the, a black woman. That was in the hospital and she was in labor about to give birth to her child. So, you know, you it depends on your situation. But some people were chilling at the hospital, uh, dealing with labor. We're good for a couple hours and it gets intense. And I guess she was this was before the intensity set in. Well, she had a black nurse and a non black nurse. And the non black nurse went to her coworker that was black and was like, I'm really concerned about the lady in whatever room. And maybe you guys have heard this story, but uh, were, she was like, I'm concerned about her. I think we need to uh, get a psyche valve on her. And so her coworker, the black nurse, was not asking her questions. She was really confused because she said that she had had interaction with this woman and the woman was fine. Like she didn't see any cause for concern. And so um, the lady was telling her that she keeps hitting herself in the head. Like she just seems really bothered by something. She just, she won't stop hitting herself. And so the lady was like, okay, that just, yeah, that just doesn't seem right. She seemed fine. I don't, there's no cause con- for concern. And sh- as she continued to ask more questions, she got to what was really going on. Um, so she asked, so is it like this? And she starts patting her head like this and y'all can see me now, uh, cause they're on video. But she's patting herself in the head um, and her, non-black nurse counterpart said yes she's been doing that i'm talking to her and she keeps doing that and the the black nurse is like that's kind of it's the well, i mean i don't think she said this but it's the black girl pat she was the the mom in labor was doing the black girl pat mm-hmm. and the black nurse was like we do that when we have braids or when we you know get our hair done cuz we don't want to scratch it and mess our hair up There's nothing wrong with her except her head is itching and she's just like just patting her head. But I tell that story because, you know, like when it comes to uh, mental health and and all those issues, a lot of us black people, uh, we don't. Uh, And, you know, and I think we're starting to get more open up to it. Mm-hmm. but we we shy away from it we're like no that's not for me but just the fact that there is this lack of understanding i can see why um because when it comes to the mental health field we're not always represented you know like the professionals are not always representative of who we are and representation matters we have to figure out i think how to get around that because owning our mental health and and taking taking control of that and handling that is important so yeah. that we can be our best selves
1: <laughs> that's my yeah. story yeah it, it, it it's a lot to be said about mental health and this is something that they're pushing forward more now i know we have a guest today and maybe we'll we'll, we'll talk about it then i don't want to get into it today let's see who we have today who do we have well today? We,
0: have, <laughs> we have a, a very special lady her name is Ms. Sharmonica Slaughter and she is a woman of God she's a mother of three beautiful children she has an MBA in criminal justice and she is an 11-year survivor of domestic violence She's an advocate for survivors of domestic abuse, and she founded the My Journey Within podcast. Mm -hmm. She also founded a nonprofit organization called Help Me Help You, and it's to assist survivors of domestic abuse. Furthermore, she is an overcomer of depression and suicide, and so she chose, because of that, to specialize in mental health. Her motto is, love yourself enough so that when love shows up, it won't be a stranger to you. I love that, that is awesome. So without further ado, let's welcome Miss Sharmonica Slaughter to the Black Mom Diaries virtual house, welcome. come on in.
1: Welcome. welcome,
2: welcome. Well Thank you so much. I love sitting listening to you guys talk. I was just like, yeah, I'd be that way in the store with my kids. I like, I'm, it, <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm gonna pay for it, but they're gonna open up and eat it. I'm like, I'm gonna pay for it, man. Why are you looking at me sideways? <laughs> sideways right? stuff, you
1: think, stuff you think, but you don't say. I'm the wrong person mm-hmm. cuz I will say it. Like, and I'm not rude <laughs> or anything, but something just needs to be talked about sometimes.
2: Exactly. Now my mom is different. My mom would go like, I don't know if y'all Walmart has delis where they can like give you the hot food plate or something mm-hmm. or maybe like that, but yes. she would uh-huh. go get she maybe get like some popcorn chicken or something. And she would walk around eating, the and then just put the bag somewhere. And I noticed my daughter was like, mom, can we go do what grandma did? And I was like, what did grandma do? And I was like, no, no, we can't do that. <laughs> we cannot Get do that. Up. We cannot do that. But that's a little bit too far now. I'm thinking, the do bread do out. Get in out. out. In
1: the bread out. Uh. I'll be like,
2: mom. i would be like, I'm not going to jail. And me and my mother looked alike. We looked so much alike. I went in the store one day and they thought I was her. And they was following me around. And I was like, sir
1: why are you following me?
2: And he's like, ma'am, didn't I tell you don't come in here anymore? And I was like, "She talking about it. it. was my mother. Was about, wow. <laughs> me, oh. so, yeah. It's interesting being a mother sometimes.
1: It's, it's just interesting it and is. awesome. Yes. Right?
2: Thank it you guys is. so much for having me on. I love your dynamic together. Oh. You guys just flow <laughs> so well together.
1: Thank you. It's <laughs> Patricia's fault. I'm going to say it's our fault because I'm not organized at all in my thinking. She keeps it together. I'm grateful for her. I'm oh, oh, so for you too.
0: We mm-hmm. complement each other well. So yeah, but
1: that's yeah. a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah. It is yeah. for sure. First of all, I always I love everything in your bio. Uh Thank I'm you. all about um doing the work so that the work that you want can know and be attracted to you, right? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the times we want something that we just we're just not ready for. And oh. one of them is something that we don't think we deserve is love yes
2: well let me start by saying i got that quote from jennifer lewis she was on the breakfast club and now it's not her official quote but she was like it's something that she said and i said in my podcast all the time like i always give her the credit like i did not make that up she she mm-hmm. said it and actually she gave me that that slogan and she gave me the name for my podcast within that whole interview right there so i always give her the credit for it
1: jennifer lewis who's mm-hmm. she was
2: on there talking about her i think she was having a new book that was coming out she was talking about the last season of blackish and she was just kind of uh, oh okay, the mom. okay.
1: yeah I'm i love her the name i didn't get the name with the face okay she just what got a like star
2: it? and you saw how she kicked her leg
0: <laughs> yes
1: yeah I'm like okay mama <laughs> yeah so just just tell us a little bit about you just something that's like what do you like to do what is your before we get into all the great stuff,
2: the awesome right. stuff. um my birthday is in september and mm-hmm. so uh i'll be 38 mm-hmm. and i thank you i've just been on this, this this spiritual healing journey lately and so i'm getting ready to, to do a fast for the month of august i'm kind of just really gotten into like reiki healing And things like that. And my son's going to join me with it. But I am such a homebody. I love being at home and having my house clean. I'm a Virgo. So, you know, I love to clean and everything. And I'm just, I'm in that season right now. My life of just resting and enjoying because my life has always been so chaotic and going and going and coming and this and that. And God has just really been having me and just like resting. So your girl been napping, baby. I love me a nap. Okay, a good
1: nap too. Good nap. <laughs> I was getting to say a good nap. A good way. Well, you wake and up. saying that, that. That's what type of nap I like. You- yes, <laughs> and
2: so that's pretty much where yeah. I love, like, I love the clean. I love spending time with my kids. Um, my son is a senior this year. He'll be he'll be uh,
0: my daughter's
2: in the seventh. My other daughter's in the third grade, and so I'm just enjoying being mom and being in the healthy you know, mind space and what I have, All you know, been in my younger years. And so I'm just in cooking, trying to teach each other how to cook and stuff and everything. And I'm just enjoying this resting because you never know when when the next thing comes along when you're not resting. So mm-hmm. That's where I'm at right now.
1: I felt that. Everything you said, <laughs> I felt that in my bones that you just Thank said. You. I feel like everybody desires to be. In a place of peace and wellness, especially. Mm-hmm. I always say you can have everything, but you, my peace. You, yes. mm, mm, you find
2: more And when you're a single mother. And I'm a single mother. And so, you know, they, they they think that, you know, oh, your life must be so chaotic. And at one point in time it was, you know, raising three kids by myself. But as I got healthy and I got my mind set together, peace came more easier than when I was so focused on their dads not being there and everything. And I was like, mm mm. I'm missing out on all the time I get to have with them. And so Mm -hmm. as I began to work on myself, I was like, "Mm mm-mm. And I I just hate for a man to be like, you know I come take care of you and your kids? I don't need you, to. I promise you I don't. I don't know why they just think single mothers out here just so old. Pay all my deals. And I'm like, No. I'm like
1: yeah. I that. I that. well that's because that's what's been pushed to the forefront but yeah. again that's a whole that's a whole nother beast right there I want to go back to something you said we just started I'm already going back No, so, come on. Uh, because like I said um i uh, I have a po- a personal podcast that I have and I do invite guests on it's called loving yourself to life right? Okay. And one of the things that I love, um, it's on, it's on a break right now because Patricia is all, he got all my time tied up right now. So, um, <laughs> so one Guilty. of the things, well, yeah, well, one of the things I talk you know, I love is that when you do that work within everything yeah. on the outside has to change. So if you're chaotic on the inside, your children will be chaotic right and how have you seen that with your work on yourself
2: i i really started my healing journey it had been like five years it was like five years ago but i just really got serious with it but you know before then i was so unhealthy and i was so broken as a woman and as a mother and just too busy trying to find a man and and want to have a man in my life that I, i neglect a lot of nurturing that my children needed at that time and I would never be ashamed to admit it you know I, I wasn't a horrible mother I just wasn't a nurturing because like, I had never had it growing up so I didn't know how to give it and everything and so you know I have three children by three different men so everyone have their own father so they're all different in different ways and they're all like their fathers as weird as that may be but they're all like them and so I, I used to see a lot of traits in their fathers in them and it would make me angry and I'll just be angry at my children for no reason. I was like, "Well, I got to kill this because my children didn't ask to be here first of all, and I shouldn't be taking out on them what their fathers did." So I, just, it was, it, it was just a lot of anger because I had a lot of anger built up.
1: Did you find that they were like that too? Did you yes. find like they had some of those, like oh you know? My God. I- yeah. Not they had
2: traits. They looked like them. It was like I was. I was like I was living in the house with them all over again. <laughs> like all oh, y'all look yeah. like them. Yeah, so, yeah. But it But I just I had to find peace. Like I truly, truly, and I fought. I have fought so hard for it now. So I don't let anything disturb my peace. You know, I'm not out here. You know, looking for trouble. But you're not gonna come in my life and disturb this peace bubble I brought for me and my children. We fought too right. hard for it. So once I began therapy. And, you know, I have a great relationship with God. I was able to just get that healing and get that release I needed. So now I'm able to look at my children and say, you know, you're Stefan, Camorra, and Riley. You're not your father. Right. right. So what was
0: that moment for you where you decided, okay, enough is enough. I need to work on on healing myself.
1: Okay. What's the was ground about- story? What's the ground story? That. What happened? <laughs> okay. What yeah. About- it was-
2: it was the five years ago I was with my last daughter's dad. We were together and we were engaged to be married. You know, he had proposed to me, but it was so toxic. Oh my God, the you know, the whole relationship me and him had, you know, it was always other women. It was, you know, emotional abuse. He was just he was toxic. And in a way I was toxic too. And fifty five days before the wedding, um, he called it off and he got finally he got another woman pregnant. He was with her life the next week. And so it just it broke me. It devastated me because you know, looking back now, he was my father because I had severe father issues. Come on now, Come each on one now. of my cho- yes, each one of my children's dad, they had a little piece of my father, but mm. he was my father. He even looked like him. He acted like wow. him. He treated me like him, and I held on to him for so long through all the toxic stuff. And so when he left and got the other woman pregnant and it was just like you know he replaced me just like that and as i was sitting like everyone up to friends that i had known for a long time family members it was like i was all along when he left they left and it was just me and my kids i had my pain i had their pain because they finally thought well maybe we was going to get it down and that's when I, I i was actually just going to therapy to try to get over him but then i realized i got to heal my childhood trauma of the sexual abuse I went through, the physical abuse. I, I got to heal all that because it has allowed me to be in the situations I've been in with men and in and friendships and, and everything like that. So that's when I said, you know what? I'm going to do this deep healing work. No dating, no men, because I said I want to be right and prepared for when the right one comes along. And God has had me in a place of contentment where I'm, I'm content. If I don't get married, I'm fine. If I do get married, I'm fine. And everything. So I am, once I began to do all that, I, I that's when I really began. Like, I had a lot of work. I had a lot of work I had to do. And my healing was not pretty. It was dark. It was deep. But I'm glad I came through because now I got, you know, I have my two daughters and my son. And I can, they don't have to go through what I went through. Because I know my mistakes now. And I can try to help them. Even though I can't stop every mistake they're going to make because they have to learn. But I can show you, you know, something better because my mindset is different and healthy now.
1: Wow, that, that's a lot mm-hmm. to unpack there, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but but let's go a little further. When did you realize w- realize that you had to stop looking outward?
2: Ooh, okay. So, it was maybe about two months after he had left, and I remember I would just take my kids to school because I wasn't working. I would take them to school and just come back and get to bed and cry and cry and cry. And then he had a habit, he would come over and like argue with me and fuss and mm-hmm. fight with me, and then he would leave. And then mm-hmm. I was sitting in all of that, and I'm like, You you going on? You're laughing, you're partying, you going on about your business, but I'm over here in this. And I was at home in bed crying, and I was watching Oprah Winfrey's masterclass, and Tyler Perry was on there. And mm-hmm. I love this episode. I still had to record, I still listened to it. And he started talking about forgetting one. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was really great. He talked about forgiveness and he talked about how he don't argue with the way things are. Like he he never argued with reality. And it, it I, it's like I sat up in my bed and I was like, that's it. I was like, you know, he he's not coming back over here anymore. Like I gotta move forward. I gotta heal. And at, from that day right there, he wasn't allowed to come back to my house. I only talked to him when he was trying to get his shot. I put that that boundary up. And I said I gotta focus on myself now, and that's what
0: I began to do, and I never looked back. I'm just curious because you said a couple things. You said that the healing process was was not easy. It was dark. It was ugly, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, and also, just putting up that boundary that that can be hard. So I I want to know. How was that when you put it up? Was he okay with it? Did was he did he resist? And
2: how did you maintain that boundary? That's my first oh, question. Oh, he didn't like it at all because he always had access to me. I was always mm-hmm. available. I don't care what woman he was with, what dirty he was doing, when he wanted to come see me and be with me, it was it was like, Hey, I'm dropping everything I'm doing. I have mm-hmm. left being on a date with another man to go meet him.
1: Ooh, like that's wow. just the that kind
2: of hold he had over me and he didn't like it and so i would he would be blocked monday through friday and then on fridays i would unblock him and say are you coming to get your daughter if he didn't he if he didn't want to give me the answer he was back blocked again i like i wow. gave him no access to me at all he wasn't allowed even step foot in my door if he did come to get her i met him outside he got his daughter i came back in the house like i shut it down completely Yes. And that he won he wasn't used to that. And so he actually I had to end up getting a restraining order against him because he um got into my house one day and he physically attacked me in front of my children. And so mm-hmm. I had to, he he had he hated to lose that control. But he was controlled, and,
1: I was gonna say, yeah. mm-hmm. because he had lost yeah. control of mm-hmm. something that was feeding him energy.
2: Yeah, and he was so nice. used to women running behind him and, and oh. then and and it was like no. something
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah that that mm that leaves me uh almost speechless in just that moment of i always say well sometimes you have you have to lose control to gain control not so much as what he was ta- what was going on with him but with you you have to lose yourself in the shadows mm-hmm. in that work in order to go back in and get that little girl and bring her out and say what is it what is it that you need to do what is it that i need to do for you so that you can smile at me again, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's, this is is really is really deep. And you talked about um, your darkness, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like it because it hurts so dang bad, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It hurt because at some at one point, I found myself um, in a d- depressive type of, you know, within my marriage, and I always tell. A lot of people don't like to hear this, but mental health, this is my opinion, but also because I've had some issues with it. I had postpartum depression also mm-hmm. with my with my daughter, my first my, my first one, and then they watch me through each one of my other children. I'm like, I'm not gonna do anything, but it was like I really wanted to to take her life in order to keep her to myself. That's that was my depression. So it wasn't mm-hmm. so much as separate, it's just that I want it. You know, that, that I don't want anybody else to do anything else. But when, when I talk to people and they say, I'm having an anxiety attack or I'm depressed and I ask them why, and I keep asking them why, and you see, keep saying why it's because they're trying to control something that they can't control. So you've given your power to the uncontrollable. So now you're depressed. I have anxiety. But when you take control of your life and your thoughts and your boundaries, yeah. you end up looking like Shamanica.
2: Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I tell my daughter that a lot. She's to be 13 in October. Mm-hmm. And I always tell her, you're in control. Don't mm-hmm. let your emotions control you. I I my emotions controlled my life for so many years. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to teach her that now you are in control. I promise you. Well you're it's in easier. is right like it's it
0: can be easier to allow your emotions to control your life you don't have to have you don't have to take responsibility for it Yeah. um and it can be like um healing can be messy or staying in the mess like it's clearly messy but if you're used to being in that mess it might be comfortable for you and again you don't have to take any responsibility and sometimes it's it's easier to stay there as hard as healing is taking responsibility and taking back that control can be it is just really hard and like you said like i it, at some point in healing there's the moment where you know you've started it so you you've already began the process you're not quite to the end you don't know when the end is coming you're in the middle and that's i think the hardest part And that's, I think, when people are ready to give up because the beginning you're like, yes, I'm doing this. Um, But in the middle, it's just like, I've come too far, but this is really hard. And I just, I don't wanna do it anymore. What is it that kept you going when you Mm -hmm. were in the middle? I'm still in the middle. I still am.
2: (laughs) I really (laughs) am still in the middle. I have learned that we're always gonna be healing from something, we're gonna be overcoming something. And I think when we get to the point where we're fully here is when the day we get up out of here. That
1: is, and that we, is. Like I and mean, we need like,
2: Jesus. We're always just is. on this journey because you never know which way life is going to, you know, take you and bring you and everything. But you have a decision every day when you wake up. And I wanted to yeah. piggyback on something that you had said. Um, I love T.D. J's. I haven't listened to him in a moment, but I used to, I like his old sermons. I'm talking about <laughs> like skinny, bald head T.D. I <laughs> yeah. like his sermons. He's like, like, yeah and, uh, and, no, and, uh, and no, you know nothing against his sermons now, but he have this one sermon. It's a three-part series. It's called "Forever the Victim." I don't think so. And he basically mm-hmm. talks about a victim mindset and a victim mentality. And he states, and I wrote it down. And he was like, you know, especially when it comes to women, he was like, we pray and be like, Lord, send me a man. Lord, send me a husband, and you know, they will understand my pain and understand what I'm going through. And he was like, that's a victim mentality a heal mentality say lord heal me deliver me set me free, so i don't be a weight in somebody's life and we can build this up together and Mm -hmm. i i had both i had both of those mindsets before i've had i've had before and everything but i am still i feel like i'm just learning something different every day when it comes to healing and even with um this journey i'm about to get ready to go on not for these next 30 days of this healing and this shadow work i feel like it's going to be even more that I'm, you know, that's going it always seems like it's something else popping up. Because mm-hmm. I, I did my first healing session like Monday, it was like last Monday. I had a true encounter with God, just a true spiritual encounter. And it, it was just amazing. And it just opened up stuff. I thought that maybe, you know, I had was already healed from. And I was like, okay, so I would still say I'm still in the middle of my journey, still going.
1: You're going yeah. okay it's so many layers to it like you said yeah and I know not mm-hmm. a lot of not a lot of our listeners I'm going I'm going to and let me not say that because then I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about it but we don't talk about energy healing on this on this on this show a lot a lot of people may not know about Reiki or, or any of those types of things like that but it is a form of energy healing to um, help you to connect deeply um, and yeah. pull out those things that, that we don't understand that steers our life. There's many types. Yes, um, it is. Um, so uh, that's what it's, 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 energy healing because I did another one um, called Theta. I don't oh, know if you've cool. ever heard of that one, but just going into that, that's, <laughs> 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 those all need explanations. And definitely when it's an end, it's really the end of your physical experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I guess
0: I think like I guess I was thinking, you know, in like the the deepest, darkest moments where you felt like this is just too much. It's too overwhelming. When you got through that storm, like what kept you going when you were in that and you just felt like this is too overwhelming and I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do the work to get
2: to the rainbows and the sunshine. Oh my goodness. It been like you've been in my prayers. <laughs> praying because I have been praying that I just I I just I take that quiet time and I just spend that time with God. When I'm like, Lord, this is just because I didn't used to be honest with God in my prayer. I when I first really gave my life to God, I was one of those people who'd be like, Father God in heaven, and I, I was one of those people like that. And I'm oh God, so I'm like, that's not how I want you to talk to me. I want right, you to truth. Yeah. So now. I'm so open and honest with God about everything. And if I'm going through something, if I'm dealing with something like, Lord, this is too heavy for me. I need your help. I need some relief. I, I need that. And so I, I pretty much, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll take time myself. I'll get off social media. You know, my kids know, hey, mom needs her time alone right now. And I just spend that time, you know, in worship with God until I get the answers I need or the relief that I need. And, he he just fulfilled like a big prayer for me. He blessed me with a wonderful paying job because I had been I had been, thank you. I had been run behind this other job for like four, almost five years, and they kept rejecting me. They wouldn't hire me. And I was like, God, I don't know what's going on. I got the qualifications. And when I took that time back, this job just fell into my lap. And it's better, it's flexible, it's more money. I mean, it, it was just like every time I went back and looked at my prayer, with everything on there. So that's what I do when when I come through a, a horrible like oh, I ain't gonna make it through this. I'm not gonna make it, I can't make it. And you know, my son was diagnosed with uh with epilepsy in 2020. He started having seizures just after blue, and it was the it was dark. I didn't know I did not understand what was going on. I'm like Lord, I've I've been praying over my children even before I even had a true relationship with you. Like what's going on, my son? And I would just cry and I would just give in to what the devil was saying, like he's gonna die, he's not gonna make it and everything, and it, it was hard. It was very rough, but I just, once again, I didn't sleep almost like a year, because he would have me to sleep, and so I used to go Ooh. sit in his room, on the floor, and I would just cry, because I feel like if I, if I was close to him, maybe he wouldn't have one, and, you know, God was just like, you gotta trust me, and you gotta just give him to me, and so, you know, that's what I did, and it was hard, because it's hard watching your child have a seizure, and you can't do anything yeah. about it, do anything to help, and so I'm, and thank God now he's been four months seizure free. So I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Good. It's, it's, thank you. Thank you. But that's where I go. I just turn to God.
1: I love mm-hmm. your thank yous, by the way. They feel yes. so genuine. Well, thank you. They thank are. You. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> still girl. Thank, you. thank yeah. you. It's like, that's what you say when you say them. I just love your thank mm-hmm. you. Anyway. Thank you so
0: much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, you
0: know, I used to be a counselor. I'm like a cat. I've had many lives. I was a counselor wow. a long time ago. And Sorry. it's so interesting because I think that <laughs> you're laughing got me.
1: I know I'm not even a cat person,
0: but yes, I call myself I use because I've had so many different lives. Um, and it, yeah, so I was a, a counselor in one of my many lives, and it's so interesting because I, I, I believe I don't, I can't think of a specific situation where my family made me feel like it wasn't okay. But, well, I mean, my dad was like, "Why do you want to be a social worker and help people that nobody nobody wants nobody wants your help, really, and you're just gonna be poor? <laughs> oh, God rest his soul, um, but yeah, like he he so that may be that, but i I feel like my family there was this unspoken thing where everything that happens in this family stays in the family all the issues that we have we keep it in the family we deal with it and nobody on the outside can help us Mm -hmm. so and i don't know if that was your experience coming from you know your family but um and you know like i had mentioned in my story before like representation and mental health matters because i think if if we don't have that representation we can be mis misdiagnosed or we might it might affect us negatively so i get how a lot of us feel like that we have to keep it in the family but also it is important to take responsibility for our mental health so that we can become better healed whole people um so where was like how was that for you um when you cuz you said that a part of your healing was um starting and counseling and getting that assistance how was that for you like it did you have hard. that issue did you have that issue yes. where you, there was like yes. this thing where your family was like we don't get help from
2: the outside oh my goodness most definitely yes i was one of those people where it was like black people don't go to therapy all my life i said that black people don't mm-hmm. go to therapy and now i'm a huge advocate for therapy please go i'm like if nothing's going on in your life go to therapy if everything's going on go to therapy Please go. I have have all my children in therapy. They've been through before. Like, please go. But yes, I had a very very traumatic childhood. Both my mother and my father were drug addicts, and you know we experienced physical abuse and sexual abuse and emotional abuse. And you know my father would come and go. You know he was with my mom with another woman, this woman, that woman. And you know he would leave us alone with her, and she would just go on binges for days and leave us alone. She was kidnapped twice. When we was younger, uh, we we stayed running from different shelters and moving different places, and uh, you know she was very physically abused. She would put us out the house, and we'd have to sleep on the porch, and we'd have to sleep in dumpsters, and any place where we can just get somewhere warm until she got done getting high, or whenever the person would leave, and then we'd be able to come back in. You know, we went with no food and no lights and no wars or anything. It was very, very, and I, I had to overcome all that because. I mean, there my chair would go somewhere my first question was have you eat did you eat you're not hungry you're not starving because that was my fear Because i went to bed hungry and starving many nights or school was the only place i could get something to eat from because we didn't have any food at home to eat so I, I just had to overcome all of that the physical side the emotional side you know the mother wound the father wound and everything and then you know i was i was the darkest of my sisters they were all light-skinned so you know they teased me horribly oh you, you know you're black you got slave hair your dish or that so i had a colorism problem i did not like light-skinned women i thought they all were the same and you know because i was just different and you know i was always on the outside when it came to the three of them and so it was a lot that i realized that my therapist said to me when i when i first came in there she was like you would not come in here with a mask on you're going to be honest in here but she was like right now you walking around with graves and i was like excuse me and she was like everything that's happening to you you buried it and it's a grave and it's attached to you everywhere you go so i want you to put that visual picture in your head of just graves of the hurt the mom dad, all this all that's on you right now while you're walking around thinking you're okay in life and we got to dig these graves up and heal you.
1: you you just did uh an exercise that i like to do when people talk to me no, I'm not a counselor. I thought about it one day, but you just connected to dot, connected the dots. Yeah. So when, if and, and I'm talking to the audience, if you find that you are facing the same problem over and over again, or why do I keep attracting this type of man? Why do I keep, because she, we're going gonna, gonna to use Shamanica as a, as an example. She went back, she said her mom and her dad wasn't abusive dot number one because that's the first imprint in your life right yeah Mm -hmm. you didn't like it but this was comfortable because you already knew it you Mm -hmm. just grew it was just so comfortable so guess what what do we like to feel
2: comfortable Comfortable. and familiar
1: and familiar so as she got older she just kept those dots just kept being connected onto her relationship guess exactly. what drew it being comfortable because you learned how to thrive in that situation so guess what even though it was so un, it was comfortable it was uncomfortable but now I want it to stop so how do I get it to stop Hansel and Gretel you just left breadcrumbs back to how to get it to stop that was great right I know she I should I'm totally concerned. she she should <laughs> she totally did. be a counselor she, she should I, be to do the work. I had to do the work i get what yeah. you're saying when you say that i had abandonment issues yeah. and and i'm i'm very free with this and you know i love my husband we are still together today but he showed me why i had abandonment issues because mm. he started it again and i'm like I'm not about to be 20 years married going through this. I had to go all the way back to when my mom left me at two months old. And when I did theta healing, she said, that didn't start when you were two months old. You knew in the womb that your mom was going to give you to your aunt. Wow. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So, wow. Yes. So that's why it's so. people really should understand out there of how, Much your they don't understand how much going back they hate the word because people bring in shadow work, but it's still the same thing the things that you have buried, the graves that you that's shadow stuff that you fail to see, fail to you know, but that's presenting itself in your life that want you to live. You always want you to win, right? Uh, She's uh, so gifted. uh, this oh, girl sure. has so many
2: gifts. She's got so yes. many gifts.
0: I and this is just
1: me. one oh, of those. <laughs> I don't think I need a, I don't think I, I hate school. So I don't think I need a certificate. I got the receipts with my life. That's how I feel. Yeah. Well, you know,
2: that, that's amazing what you said about your husband. Because I, I've been listening to Miles Monroe lately, the great, the late, great Miles Monroe. And he said marriage exposed everything you went oh, through, like through, your single, like through your single stages and ch- it would expose it. Mm-hmm. And I was a clingy woman. I was like, oh, you're gonna stay in my life and I'm begging you to be here because I had abandonment, codependent issues, all of that, all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm here, I'm begging you to stay because I got so used to being a band. I don't wanna be abandoned anymore. So I was like, yeah, and I, I'm so grateful. I have forgiven him for everything that's happened. But I thank God every day that I did not marry him because where my life is and where his life is, the marriage wouldn't have lasted anyway, especially the paths mm-hmm. that, you know, that we're going on. And it's even sometime I just wake up by my seat and be like, oh, thank you, God, I ain't not marry him and go back to sleep. <laughs> he had greater
0: for you. So, the networking
1: so- too. I did one more thing, one more thing. Another thing is because they pulled us away from our communities. That's another reason why therapy is so needed. And then we stop talking to each other because we don't want anybody to judge us. And we want to look like what we perceive ourselves to be on the outside. That's a hard. People don't want to do the work because you don't want to face yourself. Yes, it's right? a lot
2: of responsibility on the other side of healing because you can't use that mindset anymore. Once you're healed from it, you can't fall back on it. Go back? I've been here yeah. saying, but my mom left me and my dad left me, so no I got kidding. every right to be this way. Right. I didn't want to do any healing. I didn't want right. to do it. And people think that it's just peace. I mean, you know, they just think it's like, oh, you're sitting by the beach and meditate. No, that's not peace. and that's not It's it. a lot. It is a lie, it may be cute for TikTok and you post so cute, but real true healing. Oh, it's gonna cut you open.
1: It's, and you know, it's, I'm yeah. telling you,
2: it's gonna bleed the old UI, and like the old Shamanca and who I am now. You know, we used to fight a lot because she wanted to stay being a victim, she wanted to mm-hmm. stay blaming everybody and not take responsibility. But I'm like, it's so much better, and that's why I try to teach the women with domestic violence. It is life after it because I'm an example, I, I've been through abuse relationships, it's life afterwards, and it's so much better but
1: you got to keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. You do. And abuses and like I said you were comfortable in that abuse. Yeah. That was that mm-hmm. wasn't that was a lot of abu- abuse going on. That wasn't just physical, it was mental. It was also spiritual because you don't yeah. know in that time you're attacked spiritually. Like, mm-hmm. oh, is God real? Is he really allowing this? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You go to church every day, but then he come home and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you do on every level. So right. awesome to you. I, like I said, I learning I and then I what I also, and I'm going to just put this out there. What I really do love is that you have your relationship with God, but you have explored the other avenues of healing. Yes. That is, that's not easy to do. No. Just, yeah, Especially in you know. the church,
2: you know, they all just yes. pray to yes. God. Yes. Just right. it out and everything, but I'm like, hey, God made therapists, He made yeah. psychologists. so He put yeah. them here first. Like, I'm gonna go right. with my therapist. I'm gonna yeah. go, and so you know, I mean, I've, I've come across that a lot. You know, people think a lot of stuff is oh, that's witchcraft, this, that, and I'm like, I have a, I have a deep relationship with God, Holy Spirit. If something ain't right for me, He will let me know. He don't got no problems mm-hmm. talking right. to me. I promise you, he don't yeah. at all period. And so. I just, I leave it at that. I tend to just take my mind off what other people think. And i right, to just say, hey, what do I want to do? And what do I like? And it has been working wonders for me. You know, I have my son. They have like Reiki for epilepsy. People I have him to listen to. And so it's just, I mean, I like peace. I want right. to sit in my house, in my bra, <laughs> and in my room. Yep. <laughs> and I, I want to eat me some chips and salsa. And I just want to be at peace. I, at the I, end yeah. of the
1: day, you I lay down with know. you, you get up with you. I like you. Right. you lay down with you. And you don't, don't have
2: you. to
0: answer to anybody else at the end of your life. And I think that, you know, like God is such a, he's so creative. So not one thing. There's not just one thing that works for everything. There's not just one answer that works for everything. And like you said, I mean, maybe my healing will be all be, you know, through God and he just does all the healing and I don't need a counselor, but there's somebody over here that maybe needs to have counseling and, We just need to support that everybody has a different journey and let it go and don't put your two cents in unless Mm. you really feel or, you know, like you can put your two cents in. But at the end of the day, I'm going to make my own decisions. And just because you gave me your opinion does not mean that I'm going to take it and run with it. Sometimes your opinion is welcome and sometimes your opinion is not welcome. Damn. But my life is my life and my journey is my journey. And how you got there may not be how I'm going to get there. So, yeah. And I'm all for therapy. Um, like mm-hmm. you said, like you're, you have your kids in therapy. I want my kids in therapy. And just because there's like not an issue does not mean that I my, my family and I don't need to be in therapy and have that additional help. Um, so how, because you, you've talked about it a little bit, you have a podcast and you have a nonprofit Mm -hmm. and this is, um, these are two different ways for you to advocate for women that have been through, uh, domestic violence, like how I'm guessing that addressing mental health issues and, and working on, uh, healing, um, trauma, past traumas is at the, the center of, of the yeah. advocacy work that you do. So talk to us about that.
2: Okay. Um you want to know about my podcast or the nonprofit or both. So Let's l- well
0: yes. Yeah, start with one and then go to the next mm-hmm. one.
1: <laughs> okay. Well,
0: well my
2: my podcast is is a little bit older than my nonprofit. I started it the first day that, that COVID really happened and it had shut my job down. And you know, of course they was like, well you'll be back at work in two weeks and little, even though here we are two years later. But I was like, what, I'm like, what am I gonna do? And I had been kind of just started listening to the podcast and I am like, I can do this. I can do this. And so that's when I just went on the search and like, What's the name gonna be? And as I said, I came across the interview with Jennifer Lewis. So she said the journey within, but then you know, I felt my journey, because you know, it's my journey and everything. So basically, I just talk about my journey of things I've been through. You know, I talk about my childhood, my teenage years, I talk about being a single mother, uh, you know, a single woman. You know, I try to get back out there and date it, and it was horrible. Oh my God, you got you girls are lucky you married. I mean, you're <laughs> lucky you married. And i just talk about you know my mental health um things i've overcome you know depression i tried to commit suicide three different times you know throughout my life thank god i'm still here you know i talk about you know things with my children and i just i i, I pour myself out there and I'm, I'm on the break right now i took a break for the summer because me and my kids we call it you know uh, i call it the summer of growth
1: that's awesome yeah. that last piece awesome. you said some people just need somebody to talk to is why we you know we created honest chats which we're working on because the value of just being able to exchange vocal energy, yes. <laughs> and I, like didn't that,
2: it. I didn't have that, I didn't have that when I was in my situation. I didn't have anyone to talk to and lean on because it was right. always, Girl, you stupid girl, you dumb. I would have been left with him if he did this, he did that, and I didn't right. need that at the time. Yes, but, you know, it was true, but I didn't need that, so I just needed someone to talk to. And when you're ready to go, you'll go trust me right. you know when you ready to get up out of that you will and so that's why i don't never turn anyone away like you just need to talk okay And let's talk i'm here because i know how to take all that and dump it out and give it back to god and I hold on mm-hmm. do you work and just mom, the, or do you have a team it's just me right now
1: so i see that team coming around you well, thank mm-hmm. you i do it's yeah. coming they're, they're coming they've, they've been, you you you've been out there they're coming because you thank that's you. not the only thing that you're Okay, let me not go get into that. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <How about> you? <laughs> well, I,
0: well, I want to just say that right? yes, right? She it's a prophet, prophet, and everything. <laughs> I just want to say that um, I I like, like Latanya said, the the fact that you offer that as an option somebody to talk to with no pressure because i have um i've worked with women that have been in those situations before and i've personally known people that have been in uh situations of domestic violence and there's a lot of judgment like you said where you you tried to reach out to people and they were like you need to do this you need to do that and there's so much power in just keep zipping your lip. And listening, like being that ear for somebody, being that person, and like you said, when they're ready, they will get out of the situation. And there's really um, one of the people that um, I knew personally that was in a in a a situation like that. She made a comment, and I will never forget that she was like, "If you've never been in the situation, you don't know. So you can tell me a thousand times you need to leave, but you don't know." what it's like like you are yeah. not in my shoes so you can tell me all these things that you would do but until you really don't know that, that
2: yeah you would never know and i i had to and it, it's crazy as it sounds i was like i because i've seen my mother being abused in my mind i was like i'm never gonna give a no man that put his hands on me and every man i've been with had, had put their hands on me and i was like okay okay so i'm I learned to say don't ever say what you won't go through or what you won't uh, deal with because i guarantee mm-hmm. you life will have a way of making it come on back around to you <laughs> so i don't put my mouth on anybody because
1: mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact also you telling somebody that's in um in that mental state that girl you gotta leave actually that appeals to the trauma
2: it does. You but you one ain't offering me one. a place to stay, you ain't saying, "Hey, you and your right. kids come stay with me. I help y'all stay safe." No, you just saying go. But see, right. in my situation, right. he didn't work. That's how I messed up and mm-hmm. broken I was. I was the breadwinner, so he, you know, even if he he did, you know, he left, it wasn't gonna phase me because I was making the money. You know, he was right. at home and everything, so I was just like, "Who's oh, <laughs> on? It just made twelve years uh, this month. Uh, for
1: me, yeah. Congratulations! That's awesome. That's that's really big, though. We don't want to I skip guess. past that. I Thank you. know. That's awesome, right there. We need to get some sound effects or something. So some, <laughs> <laughs> some or some girl, yes, or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> we be our own sound effects, girl. Yes.
2: Hey. All right. <laughs> we, we, we did it. <laughs>
0: you say to um if there is somebody out there listening to this podcast what's something that you would say because you seem like you have this um gift of encouragement what is something that you would say just to to give them that encouragement right now if they're in that situation thank you so much for that you know that
2: is one of my gifts from god encouragement i don't say a lot of people respond to it well but hey i love encouraging i would always say just look at you and a lot of times when i talk do talk to the women i tend to try to get off of what they're and onto you because when you begin to focus on you you will be like well maybe i don't deserve this i mean you know it's just to focus on you so i would always to anyone who's listening stuff. look at yourself you know turn around look at and look at you i promise you you'll begin to find the answers that you need and it all starts with just loving yourself. It took me so long to learn how to love myself and accept myself and be okay with who I am, you know, as Shaman instead of who you want me to be. And so I always start with love. I leave with everything with love because I feel like you just, you just can't go wrong with it. So I would just say, learn to love yourself. Because if I would have been a whole and healed woman, I would have never went through all the things if I knew who I was. And you just, you've got to know who you are. And that's my main thing. And that's what I'm teaching my daughters. And that's what I'm teaching my son. Like, just know who you are and, and love who you are. Love yourself. You don't have to be in a relationship. You don't have to be with someone to, you know, love yourself. And then you know, if that's the the wrong God has for you, then, hey, y'all love each other. I just started off with love. And that's what I tend to do, with, you know, with these women, with anyone that I'm talking to. You know, what do you want? How do you feel? Why do you think you deserve that? You know, why are you putting up? I make it about you. And that's hard, I think.
0: It's so much easier to look out at yes. other people than to turn name. around and look at yourself. So, but thank you for that.
1: Thank if you. somebody
0: wants to reach out to you, like if they want to have a conversation with you yeah. or they want to um, go to you because they need your assistance, okay. how can they connect with you? Let
1: me go on okay. right
0: well,
2: I am on. I'm on social media. At uh I'm on Facebook at Shermanica Slaughter. My inbox is open 24/7. I never close it down. Like you can inbox me. I'm on Instagram as well. I'm on my, my kids got me on TikTok. They got me on TikTok, but my I'm on there. Um I have two email addresses. I have a personal one, and then the one that if you want to reach out to me is my journey within podcast at yahoo.com you can reach out to me on there. And just, you know, feel free. I am open. I'm here to listen. I'm here. To, I'm here not to judge you. I'm here to help you through this journey. You know, help help you understand what you're going through. Please, you no, know, please reach out. That's that's all I say. And I hope to work with some men one day. Because you know, men can be victims of domestic violence too. But you know, I, I know that that's another story, another topic, but I'm hoping that you know I can work with some men one day.
1: Mm -hmm. Look, mm. (laughs) That's, 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 you know, you hear that feminine energy type of thing and they, they get the wrong, it's the wrong thing when you think about it, you know what I'm saying? But that's something that I, I agree right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we'll and we'll have um, that information available to anybody. Well, for um, to, the can, podcast. I can
2: email, like all my my stuff, I can just email it to you, so you can just better have it written down. Yeah, I can show you guys all that for mm-hmm. sure. I yeah. have enjoyed being over here with you, ladies. Like I love your talk. I love your flow. Like I love- Thank you. <laughs> you guys said, yeah. When I get started back up and get things going, I would love to have you, ladies, on.
1: Okay hey we're hey, we're open we Yay. are
0: down down for it well thank you so much for being on the black mom diaries as a guest and just sharing your heart with us and sharing your story and yeah this has been this has been great for me and i i always like to i always feel um like it was worth it if I'm able to take something away from the conversation. And I definitely feel like I am able to take something away from this conversation. So I just want to say thank you so much for Oh my God, you're giving. so
2: welcome. Thank you both too. I i learned a lot as well. And you know, I don't know what you guys' lineup look like, but you know, domestic violence the month is October. Awareness month is October. And, you know, if you guys are open, I would love to come back on and fully share my domestic violence store. If you know, if you have any time slots available, yeah, you could just let me know since that is the month. Yeah, we can Thank chat. We can Thanks. chat
0: more about that all right well thank you guys so much for listening to us today we know you could be anywhere in the world but you chose to be here with us listening to uh LaTanya and i chomp it up and then uh our guest mr yep. monica slaughter and all the gems that she brought and wisdom and everything and you know if you want to connect with us you know how to do that get social with us you can connect with us on facebook twitter or instagram or YouTube now, uh, look for us hey. at Black Mom Diaries. And Ooh. if you wanna you wanna email us because you have some some constructive criticism, be constructive about it. Don't just criticize to criticize. Um, or if you want, you know, you want to hear uh, you have a show idea, you wanna share it with us. We wanna hear from you. So reach out to us, blackmomdiaries at gmail.com. And Latanya mentioned it earlier. If you just want to chat. Uh, we have Honest Chats coming up, and if you want more information about that, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter, Honest Chats. Search mm-hmm. for us there. And our swag shop,
2: it's Black open. Mom
0: Diaries Swag Bag. Yeah, if you open. want to shop, Black Mom Diaries Swag. The shirt is
1: amazing. The cups are amazing. I have it. Your coffee <laughs> yes. tastes better with you.
0: <laughs> it tastes so much better. Oh, well, I love you know,
1: black coffee. mom diary. Have to give me a popsicle. Like. <laughs> yes, you, because it keeps it, it still keeps it warm. The enamel one. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. I love it. I, love I have
0: like three. But yeah. Oh. So check out shop.blackmomdiaries.com and you can get your black mom Diaries swag there. And anything else, Latanya? Am I you know, missing Patricia, anything?
1: I never did ask you permission about this, but maybe I'll talk about you know about the book book. I don't know am i can i mention the the podcast yeah i can i just want to tell everybody you know i'm I'm for the children i'm always for the children Uh and um that's that's our greatest asset don't let nobody fool you they're after them i'm just trying to tell you you know but one thing that we've created my children and i um is it's called story being giant where my children read stories um, two children on the podcast. Well, I believe that it creates a certain comfortable atmosphere for children to learn how to love their voice at an early age and to explore their creativity. So if you have a chance, we would love for you to subscribe to Story Being Giant. Um, that is the name of it. And um, I will be, we've we got some good things that's gonna be coming down the pipeline. Um, Some programs that I want to bring out. Um, I'm always working with the Black Mom Diary um, Mm -hmm. crew because I feel like, you know, if anybody has, and I'm not going to get too long winded, but our our children need to understand how important their creativity is to loving themselves and to not falling into certain situations. Because most of the time it's because we don't have a creative outlet that we just lead these (laughs) <laughs> you know, these holes, these rabbit holes that we try to go down. And so we find mm-hmm. it everywhere else. But please listen to Story Bean Giant. It is active. And um you can always send me a message also at graceguidance at gmail.com if you have any questions about Maybe. that.
2: That's mm-hmm. great.
0: Okay. We just have all the things. So, yes. And Story Bean Giant, her, her, one of her sons, he says, Story Bean Giant. And I yeah, can't say it. it. Nearly as cute yeah, or as cool as he it. does. But he I love it.
1: Tour, so, yes. I was like, I got to keep
0: this. <laughs> yes. I love it. And my kids love it, especially my daughter. And she when she first heard it, she was like, it was just like, that's Grayson. <laughs> yeah. that's uh-huh. Grayson. So, <laughs> yeah. So you Did guys you check it out. It, yeah. It, <laughs> she would love it. Yeah. Okay. That you guys check it out. They have some great stories. My kids love it. Like I said, especially my daughter, she loves it. She loves um, hearing stories told by other young people. So you guys check it out. And until next time, I am Patricia. And I am
1: Latanya.
0: Thank y'all so much for listening to the Black Mom Diaries.
1: We love you guys.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Black Mom Diaries. If you like what you heard, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. If you'd like to partner with us financially, check out ways to do so on Anchor or Spotify. You can support monthly or give us a one-time donation. No amount is too small. Until next time, thank you again for listening to the Black Mom Diaries.